Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Season's greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. I am JP Mosier. And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're awesome, and why you should too. JP, how you doing today, man? Man, I am doing fantastic. Today we're talking are. about guitarist, drummer, vocalist <laughs> of the Breakfast Club. That's right, the queen of pop herself. Madonna. Um, so for those of y'all that don't, Brandy, we're talking uh, no, about Brandy. Yeah, Brandy. No, the um, I will tell you, um, I'm going. We've done something similar where we did this with Charlie Puth, where Rob just went all things Puth. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to do not all things Madonna. I'm going to go 83 to 90 Madonna. Oh, so I'm not going all things because I'll give you a bone. Modern day Madonna. Not sold on, okay, a hundred percent. Like I am on eighty three to ninety, okay. So like I'm invested in eighty three to ninety Madonna. Wow, as big of a fan, and then I'm gonna throw in ninety five. One thing from ninety five, <laughs> and I'm gonna make my point in that. Wow. I don't even need the modern hits. I don't need music because I, I mean I need music, but not the, the song music. Uh, uh-huh. I don't need the Ray of Light album. I'm gonna make my point in eighty three to ninety. Wow. So this this is shocking to me because. It's like, it's like, um, oh gosh, it's like if, if we were playing baseball and I was up to bat yeah. and you said, I'm only going to throw you change-ups down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It's like, you That's just. That's hilarious. You, <laughs> I love that analogy. Started, so which one do we play to kick it off? I already told Rob just so he can have it queued off. Rob, tell him what we're, we're going to play Material Girl right. by Madonna just to give you guys a sampling and to get you in the mood. Here so we go. here we go. This is Material Girl by Madonna. It sounds like the soundtrack to every bad 80s sitcom. <laughs> like weird, weird Science. Ooh, yeah, Alf. Yeah. Somebody tell Ronnie to get off his Zoom pedal. <laughs> I told him to stop plugging it straight into the board. If you want, but that's Material Girl. I'm going to save it because I'm going to go chronological on Do you know Madonna. What year that came out? Yes. Eight, is this going to be a joke? No. No. Eight, uh, Eighty-four. Eighty-four. Uh huh. And wall. that's her first. No. It's not her first it's not album. Her, it's no, not her first. It's her second album. Uh-huh. I'll get to okay. where that is. So right, you can, I, have, I have a question later. You can be locked and loaded okay. for that. Um, and this to let you guys know, this is rivalry week number two. Yeah. So um, I'm a, I'm a fan of Madonna. Rob is not. Rob is a tro. So he's going to be uh, un- unnaturally mean and unkind. That's right. Um, and uh, yeah. So here. I, I, and I I need I have a I have a forward. Okay. Okay. A, a preface, if you will. Uh-huh. All right. Because I need everybody to understand. Like we we run a music podcast, 
I'm not an idiot. Sure. Okay. Madonna is an icon uh-huh. in many areas. I get that. Okay. But before digging into research, I got to tell you, I haven't listened to a Madonna song in at least five years for longer than it takes for me to change the station on my radio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One day I just went, I don't have to like this. <laughs> She's catering to an audience or several audiences that I'm just not a part of Uh at all. Okay. So a a lot of this will be feels for me based on where I was when I was listening to Madonna. Okay. I grew up, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm going 83 to 90. Obviously like a virgin. Big (laughs) fan. Big fan. Still to this day. No, (laughs) anyway, no, anyway, this is a, so I'll get there. I'll get okay. there. Just, just hang with me. So here we go. So let's start. Madonna 83, her first album. Okay. All right. Lucky Star wasn't her first single, but it was the first track on her first album. So we're okay. going to look up Lucky Star. This is your first. This is the world's introduction to Madonna. Listen to the guitar riff. Okay. And listen on bass, Anthony Jackson, Legend, stuff with Bee Gees, Shaka Khan, Patty Austin, Buddy Rich. Why did I put the Bee Gees in the list? But whatever. You know, great yeah. bass on BJ right. stuff. Bee Gees stuff. <laughs> Listen underneath of the guitar. I love it. Sparse. And that's a real bass. That's not a synth bass. Oh, really? That's, that's a real bass. Through processors, obviously, but... Sure. Okay, we don't have to listen a lot, but just enough, just for samples. <laughs> oh, I get it. Once she starts singing, no, 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 okay, no, 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 no. it's all over. I'm just going to give you samples. We okay, can. I don't right. mind. I like it. I can sing through it, but I just want you want to get the listener. Okay, okay, Lucky Star. There we go. Okay. And you can debate anywhere you want. I'm just going to th- say things I like, and we're okay. going to go. Uh, right. Track two, uh, Borderline. So here's another okay. big hit. This is Borderline. Um, and then I've got a follow-up on this that I'm excited about. I do like those... Chimes? Um, yeah. Or the little keyboard, yeah. whatever they're... That's a, a real electric piano right there. Vibes. Production on this, so good. That's actually done on a Moog. It's a guy named Fred Czar. Okay. Done it on an intro on the Moog. The whole thing. More Moogness. Moogness. Bring anyway, the moog. Good feeling music, guys. We're just feeling good. We're skating. Yeah, and she's about to t- ruin it. <laughs> no, she's not going to Come on, it's just fun. It's fun music. Okay, younger. So, that song. That song makes me feel like, and this is not, it, it, this is a general statement. That song makes me feel like, um... Uh, that song feels like people wearing oversized sweaters. <laughs> that's, that's Does that make sense? That's good. Yeah, you're good with that. All right. Um, do me a favor. Look up Counting Crows cover of Borderline. Oh. And I've got a follow up. Do you like? Really? Do you like Adam? I mean, we know we know how I feel about Counting Crows. Oh, we do. And this is a little. This is a JP trick. Why would you do this to me? It's awesome. It's awesome. 
freaking awesome, ain't it? I gotta hear the chorus. It's good. Stop playing with my heart. Finish what you start. Make my love come down. Don't let me go. Let me know. But honey, don't fool around. Just try to understand. I'm giving all I can. But you got Different melody, but verse and pre-chorus are better, but And he went okay, to a different octave, right. but anyway, went to a different octave, you know, went lower versus she goes up higher, but um, you, you like it? You kind of... I did. I liked it until the chorus. Until, yes. Yeah. So I thought that was my, that was one of my secret weapons. I probably okay. should say that, but I'm going chronological. Okay. So, okay. Uh, borderline, track, uh, third track off the first album. I'm not going to go through every album like this, but I'm just sure. saying things I like. Holiday. That's a cheesy video, her dancing in front of the camera. Um, if you've ever seen this video, this is how I picture every young girl in the 80s dancing. This is like classic Madonna dancing. Um, electronic hand claps, just a hit, Holiday. Not my favorite, but a hit nonetheless. Here's something that I'm getting. I do like the electronic hand I'm claps. kind of understanding a little bit. Is that I, I kind of dig most of these <laughs> until she enters. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you were to just play me this, I'd go, all right, this is cool. A little Herbie Hancock kind of action right there. I'm out. (laughs) I am way out. (laughs) Okay. So the next, the first single Madonna actually released on this album is a song called Everybody. Okay. Um, And it's not, it's probably my least favorite Madonna song. It's in the, it's up there. It's not one that I really like, but... I say that because it's, I'm using it as an encouragement. It was her first single, and it didn't have to be a banger. And so this is encouragement to you guys out there. If, you, if your first thing that you try bombs, keep going because you can still be Madonna. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's a motivation. I'll say this. Go ahead and take some punches. Let's talk a little bit about Madonna Louise Ciccone. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right? Because I, okay. I, I, you can't – it's like what I said at the beginning. She's just not for me. Uh-huh. Okay? That's fine. However, let's just run some stats on this woman. Yes, okay? yeah, she's a, a legend. <clears throat> she is the best-selling female recording artist of all time. She has sold over 300 million records. Okay? She is the most successful solo artist in Billboard Hot 100 history. That's amazing. The most number one singles by a female artist in Australia, Canada, Italy, Spain, and the UK. The highest grossing, get this, the highest grossing solo touring artist of all time. Wow, that's crazy. More than Michael Jackson. Uh, obviously, she's continued to tour since. A little so, bit longer. Okay, but um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, class of 2008. VH1, greatest woman in music. Billboard, greatest music video artist of all time. Rolling Stone, 100 greatest artists. She's number 36. Greatest video artist of all time. That's quite an that's a, that's quite a thing, right? I just, but I, I don't think that has any bearing on, you know what I mean? What makes you like? Y- yeah, in your, like in, your, in other words, you know, we we judge our stuff on the music, uh-huh. so I don't think videos count for anything in this argument. Um, she's the number thirty six Rolling Stone artist of all time. She's sandwiched between Roy Orbison and Michael Jackson. 
and 100 Greatest Songwriters. Now, there's that's, there's an that, accolade that you got to give up. T- and I thought that right there would – I thought that would get you. And I'll talk to you about more as we go through the albums. The stuff that she writes and the stuff that she adds, what she does. Man, she's I just she's think, musical. She's lyrical. Like, she's everything that you would want in a musician. I just think if she – maybe if she wouldn't sing it, <laughs> if she I would feel enough. better about it. Um, she's number 56 on that list of songwriters, by the way, between the duo of Joe Strummer and Mick Jonas of The Clash and Tom Waits. I mean, wh- what are you going to say? You I know, thought what you are said you gonna say Nick that? Jonas at first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> I just saw my own notes. <laughs> Above that. It's just a single line with no punctuation that says, her voice is weird. <laughs> and I think that about sums it up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like um, early on, her voice was just weird. Mm-hmm. She sounded like, <gasps> she sounded like the, the girl from uh, Barbie Girl. No. It's, Hold on for oh, me. Man. Hold yeah. on for me. It's pretty similar. Oh, Hold man. on. Yeah. That's... Okay. Let me find. Okay. Aqua. Think about. Yes. Okay. Think about. Let's listen. Let's. Let's listen. First of all, to "Like a Virgin" by Madonna. Uh, okay, that's all right because that's next. So as we go chronological, that's okay. okay. So we can go with that next. That's the next album, '84. Okay. Um, I'll say some positives, and you can be loading up your gun to distract. That's. I'm, I don't really. I'm not going to talk much on that song, but production. Now Rogers. And she on that. Okay, Bernard yeah. Edwards on bass. Tony Thompson on drums. So I want you to hear this. She heard "Let's Dance" by David Bowie. Okay, and was like, "I want that to be my next album. Like, okay. I want that guy to make my next album, which yeah. was Nile Rodgers." Okay. So enlist Nile Rodgers. Okay. And here is "Like a Virgin." Well, that kick is right in your face. Listen to that. Like, you're going to tell me that's good? Come on. Listen to those vocals and tell me that's good. Let's listen now. Let's listen now to Barbie Girl by Aqua. Because I really think if you're going to tell me Madonna's voice is good, then you have to tell me this is good. Uh, I'm saying Madonna's music. Her vo- voice includes. You want to go far? Sure, this, this song is awful. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it's, that's the same voice, dude. It's pretty similar. But this music sucks too, so. But no, in, in context. This is exactly what. This is exactly what Madonna would have sounded like if she had, had kept that vocal in, style into the 90s, okay. right? She sort of she sort of changed it up and took some of that yeah. out of it. Well, I'm going to get into the stuff that she actually sings, and I do like her singing voice versus this is singing voice, but it's I get what you mean. It's young younger girl singing voice. Yeah, like, it's like it's baby version Madonna. Yeah. Like, okay, I get it. So, okay, as we but on this album, if I picked a song, we started with it, which is Material Girl, which is still in that same vein um vocally, but this is feels for me because I'm riding my cousin Mel's Mercury Tracer. <laughs> Love you, Mel. She's got Tribe Twirler written on the back in glitter. Okay. I'm a little kid. Uh, it's in Stranger Things. Uh, the guy that wrote this, Peter Jackson, anyway, or I'm sorry, Peter Brown. <laughs> we'll talk about him in a minute. Um, so I want to talk a little, a little about him. But the guy that wrote this, um, play, play a little of this. Uh, we heard a minute of it. 
so we don't have to listen long. But okay, good. which one of uh, a Material Girl? A Material Girl. Okay. Pretty simple progression, all the way. The videos her doing her uh, best Marilyn Monroe and yeah. Diamonds Are Girl's Best Friend. That just, I can't. I can't believe you're trying to tell me this is good. I like it, man. Feels good. I like her vocals on the chorus there. I like it. I like it. I don't, that doesn't bother me. I'm good there. Um, the guy that wrote it, a guy named Peter Brown, so I want to introduce you guys to him. I wasn't super familiar on him, so I, listen to the song that he has called Dance With Me. Not the Orleans song, Dance With Me, right. but look up Peter Brown, Dance With Me. I like the bass and the groove. I just like this guy, so I discovered him when looking up. This is from the album A Fantasy Love Affair, which has a cover that looks like he's a secret agent, but maybe if he was a handyman or something. <laughs> That's kind of this feel. I like it. So it's it's funky enough. Yeah, yeah it's I like funky it. enough. The, uh, so the baseline for Material Girl, and you can debate me on this. A lot of this is research that I didn't come up with, so I can't take full credit. But it's basically C. Mixolydian. If you're thinking through okay. the bass line on that. Mm-hmm. Same bass line. The melody's definitely mixolydian. Yeah, very similar bass line to Can You Feel It, Jackson song. Okay. So go back and listen to that. We don't have to do it now, but uh, inspired by that. Anyway, good stuff. So uh, other album on that, um, or other hit off that album, that I like, Into the Groove, Get Into the Groove. So yeah. That's the one where she sounds like a child, right? It's only... <laughs> It's only on the second uh, edition reissue of this album as she was in the movie Desperately Seeking Susan. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she wrote this song actually for someone else. <laughs> but okay. then was like, nah, it's suitable for me in my film. So she okay. So play a little into the groove. <laughs> for inspiration. I mean, she writes good you music. Notice, she writes good melodies. You notice, especially in all this early stuff, she's always doubled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a reason. I'm for sure that. she's extremely flat when she sings that. I mean, even probably in the recording, they just put it underneath the cover doubling, up a lot. Doubling is it, one purpose of doubling is to mask inconsistency in vocals, and I think that's definitely present. She did learn to sing better later. You know what I mean? And I think a good introduction to her actually being able to sing or getting better is the next one, which is not on a Madonna album. It's on from the 85 film Vision Quest. Uh, Crazy for You. This is in the running for uh, maybe my favorite Madonna ballad. There's two Madonna ballads that I actually, two or three that I I really like. Um, The snare drum on the last bar of the verse, or last beat of the verse, I love. Okay. Like the way the snare hits at the end of the line. I don't know if I know this song. It's a great song. This is when she actually started singing, like, ballad songs versus. Simple progression, but listen where the snare hits on the verse. I love it. Room, I 
That guitar thing right there. You don't? Don't bother me. Can't you feel the weight of my stare? You're so close, but still a world away. What I'm dying to say is that I'm crazy for And then the snare's in full there. Alright, I like that That's chord. A- the yeah. chord was solid. It's all brand new. You'll feel it in my care. I'm crazy for you. That's a good song. That's a good ballad all right. right there. That didn't make me want to die. Uh, she, okay. she writes the music. She plays guitar, writes the music, does the drum part, writes the drum. I mean, obviously, that's... That's good. That's good. Okay. Are you telling me she did the drums? She on didn't that? play drums. No, but she writes the. She writes, she writes the, out the music. She'll okay. chart it out. Okay. With her and anyway, so good. On to her next album, True Blue. So let's talk about the personnel on this album because two guitarists. They are Paul Jackson Jr. Okay. And wow. Dan Huff. Man, I knew you were about Boom. to say that. There we go. On drums, Sugarfoot Moffat, who we've just okay. yep. on the, discussed on the regular. Michael Jackson's drummer from thirty Michael years. Jackson's, Two background vocalists on this album that are her like that are the back. You know, you have multiple BGVs, yeah. But then you have the staples that's like your choir or whatnot right, that sure, sing the majority yeah. of them. Listen, who they are: Theda Garrett, okay, yeah. Richard Marks. Wow, boom. Okay, so True Blue album. Let's listen to the next ballad since we're in ballad motion uh, or ballad ballad mo- mode. Live to tell. Um, this sure. is from the movie At Close Range with Sean Penn and Mary Stuart Masterson and Christopher Walken. Okay. I think she was married to Sean Penn at the time. I don't know. One of my, I got a good story that I'll just tell while we're listening. Uh, one of my favorite movie scene stories. Oh, no. So, what? Don't like it? Afraid you're going to like it? I, I think I love this song. Yeah, it's freaking I awesome. I forgot about it. So, Christopher. Oh, 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 no. Oh, we're converting one, folks. The it's production. About that, that, that. Yes. That. Uh, dang it. I can't tell you anything else about this song, but I can tell you that, and I love that. So maybe I'll talk over her vocal part so it won't make <laughs> you hate it. Christopher Walken is terrified of guns. Okay. Like, terrified. There's a scene where Christopher Walk, Walken wasn't quite getting it, and Sean Penn was like, toss me a real gun, and they roll it, and he holds what? Christopher Walken thinks is a real gun in his face, and Christopher Walken freaks out, and they capture it, and that's the scene in the movie, and they're like, that's it. So, I think that's amazing. Wow. Um, It did, well, I don't want to bring down, it did draw, when she performed this live in Rome, it did draw some controversy, and I'm not going to talk about that. Why? Uh, She was on a a glass cross. Oh, okay. So, anyway, uh, originally... She has an ear for controversy. So, this song, originally, before some of the parts were added, different drums, the part that you like, keyboard part, added, was originally a different kind of instrumental by a guy named Patrick Leonard for an awful movie called Fire With Fire. And she's like, I can write lyrics, tweak the melody, and make a hit out of this. And so, she's like, can I use it? And he's like, yes. And then, bam, wow. took it and made it and put it in her husband's movie. Okay. So, yeah, the, the melody to this, 
I like it's the melody. Totally unmemorable to me. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I literally don't recall anything about the song other than that's it. But that part is uh, rock solid. Other hits on this. Uh, anyway, good. I'm glad we found one. Wow. We, we, we got a couple things that we like. That scared me, dude. That scared <laughs> me because I, I I was literally like, okay, if I like this song, I'm going to listen to it on the way home. <laughs> but I can maintain, like you could put that, uh, you know, that four bars on a loop for me and I could listen to you it You could just hours. listen to the front part. Yeah. That man. could be your driving home song. Yeah. Uh, okay. Papa Don't Preach. Other hits on that. Okay, yeah. um, this is my least favorite Madonna haircut. So if you're watching the video, this is really short-haired, like super short-haired. Papa Don't Preach haircut. Okay. Um, it's about go? teen pregnancy. Um, but anyway, it's uh, another big hit. So we, we can go. play a little of it. Papa don't preach. I will say there's where she starts to reach up into her upper register without making it sound like she was a toy. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> I Which is at least a step up. Sure. Um, I'm going to skip the next album, Who's That Girl? Because I don't really have much off that other okay. than the title track. Um, like a Prayer, next. Okay. 89. So we're in 89, Madonna. Um, let's talk about who plays guitar on this. Oh. Prince. Oh, Prince really? is the I guitar player on Like a Prayer. Um, the choir that sings is Andre Crouch's choir. Okay. Sang on Like a Prayer. So. Here we go. A little Like a Prayer. And I, I don't understand this, but this is one of her most popular songs. Like, this is... Because of... The, a lot of it because of the controversial video. Yeah. But... It's like... I like it. Get to the end with the choir. Okay. Yeah, I think it... I just don't think I get the song as a song. You know what I mean? Sure. The groove is good enough. I just don't get. I don't get it. I don't. I don't know. And we got uh, "Express Yourself," um, "Cherish." There's a song called "Cherish." Um, the video looks just like the Wicked Game video. It's just a happy oh, really? version. So yeah, I wonder you, if it's like, the same director. Could be. We talked uh, when about you that. told we, me about the yeah. the Janet Jackson thing, it's very possible. that would make sense. Very very possible. Same I, era. I will say this, and I had this in my notes as a disclaimer: "Express Yourself." Is a song in which she actually displays some of vocability. Play a little, and, and I can respect yourself. that. Let's play a little um, of it. And I about skipped right past it. I know, right? <laughs> Do you believe in love? Is that the line? <laughs> Come on, girls. You believe in love? Because I got something to say about it. And it goes something like this. I'll say, like, when she reaches up on the verse to get those, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Uh, That sounds good, right? It's still always doubled. Everything is always doubled, you know, whatever. 
But <clears throat> I think that's because her voice is thin in her higher register, you know. Even even once she got better control of her pitch, her voice is still thin. All right, this is when I'm going to get some of my favorites. I got a couple of these at the end that I'm going to say for my favorites. Not okay. necessarily my favorite songs, but things that I think you'll like. Okay, all right. So, Dick Tracy. Do you like the movie Dick Tracy? And think twice before you answer. All right. So, I don't like the movie Dick Tracy. What? Yes, you do. I Love That's right. the movie Dick Tracy. You tweeted about it the other day, and I screenshotted it, and I was like, I'm going to use this if I have to. If we get It's it. one of my favorite movies so good. from growing up. Warren Beatty. Everything about that movie. Let's go off on a little, little tangent here, okay? A little dick tangent. Uh, everything about that movie is incredible. Tracy, Tracy! Like, the cast uh-huh. alone. So you're talking good. Warren Beatty and Madonna Ma- as the two leads, Okay. And then you've got Dustin Al- Hoff or Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino yeah. as the big Mumbles. bad guy. Dustin Hoffman Dustin is in Hoffman. there as Mumbles. Um, uh, actually, you know what? Wow, uh, I, we've been talking about uh, season three recently. You and I have, and that's when we did the episode on Inner Sandman, in okay. which we talked about R.G. Campbell, who okay. is who IMDb. R.G. Campbell. That doesn't sound right. Um, Something like that. It might be R.G. Campbell, uh, who is who IMDb says play the old man in the mm-hmm. Inner Sandman video, but he's not. But what he did play is Prune Face in uh-huh. Dick Tracy. Um, it's got the little kid that's in Hook. It's got that's right. It's got the little kid from Hook, um, and it's got uh, who are the, the lady that plays Tess Trueheart, whoever she is. James Caan is in that movie. <laughs> Everybody's all made up, so you can't even yeah, hardly sure. tell who they are. But it's uh, it's like this cast of characters that you would not believe. Wonderful. And so I'll say this. Madonna had okay, so they. I think there were three soundtracks to that movie. Do you know? I this? have "I'm Breathless." I have okay, that one. So there's hers, okay. which is "I'm Breathless." Mm-hmm. There's the original like score. Okay, uh, that is you know like a lot of movies come with, and then there's a like music from and inspired by Dick Tracy. There's three separate soundtracks to that movie, and some of Madonna's stuff in Dick Tracy is pretty good. Yeah, um, she is perfect. As breathless, like she, yes. perfect. She she was great in that movie, and she 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 was everything she was supposed to be in that movie. But I don't count those songs because Stephen Sondheim wrote those songs, and so you can't you can't screw that up, really. Okay, so there are like her. But she songs, delivered them. Her They're, songs in that movie are good. Yeah, but they didn't ask anything of her that. Other than to bring that, the thing that you would normally hate, other, which is the vocalist song. And song like a, a, a thousand other. Singers could have sung those songs as well or better, but nobody would have delivered the performance to go with it. Yes, she delivered she the is, performance is to go perfect. with it and and did a great job. I love that movie. Uh-huh. I have always loved like Cars from the forties and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and and I think it's because of that movie. We need probably. to get some big long yellow jackets and yeah, a hat, the, the, dude. I used coat. to wear when I was a teenager. I I used to wear like just bright single color suits like that with the hats, uh-huh. the bowler hats, and yeah. all that stuff. I just loved Dick Tracy, dude. Yeah. I had the little watch, you know, before watch. we could actually do that with our watches. Uh-huh. They had like the Dick Tracy, That's you know, cool. wrist wrist communicator watch or yeah. whatever it was supposed to be. I love that movie and dude. arguably the most copied dance move of early 90s with vogue i mean vogue. come on that's yes. that's from that but she didn't create that she appropriated that sure that's okay. a good way she, to say it. she right she she saw it heard about it and then decided to Took sing to about level, it right yeah. so let's not give her credit that she well, doesn't deserve there no, okay well, she, she popularized it, it. Sure, that's maybe okay. but she but it's because she found out about it and was like oh i'm gonna use this 
to my advantage. Well, that's like not okay. giving credit to Whitney Houston for all the stuff that she delivered that she didn't write. It's kind of the same. I mean, no, 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 not the same, not okay. the same. Not okay. The same. Um. Anyway, that was good. That was a good little positivity there. Um. Last thing I'm going to talk about track wise. Um. This used to be my playground from a league of their own. Um. All the way May with Gina Davis as Dottie the catcher. Um. Zeke will back me, your friend Zeke, on her immaculate jawline. So, um, great movie. Uh, this is at the end. Uh, it's got Tom Hanks as Jimmy Duggan. John Lovitz in this movie. You like this movie? Illegal you know what? I haven't seen this movie since I was in middle Dude, school. I love Which this is movie. weird. Rosie O'Donnell. Baseball. Let me skip to the okay. sad. And then I'm going to tell you my favorite part about the recording of this song. What? This to me, this song is just one long teardrop. I love it. I don't. Yeah, it's not going to move much. It's it's going to be. Yeah, like that Chris Isaac song. You it, hate. I know, but I love this mainly from the movie because I love the movie. Uh-huh. This is at the end of the movie. It definitely feels like a credits rolling. It's perfect. It's this really feels long. like I don't know where this, but it feels like it should be the second song in the credits. Like they usually in one uh, with some energy, the so- and, and then, then one that's like, okay, yeah. here's the the key grips and the whoever you know. Anyway, so it doesn't get much bigger than that. But so recorded live at the same time, okay, with her with a string ensemble, mm-hmm. strings up, drum set, her holding a fifty, holding a fifty-seven. Huh. That's it, really, and that's the recording, which is awesome. That's interesting. So, that I like that. Cool. It's all live. It's all it's all done live. Yeah. So I like that. I like that's that story pretty cool. Um, arguably the greatest line in a baseball movie. Maybe with "There's no crying in baseball." Okay, yeah, that's got to be in sure. the conversation, yeah. which is going to lead me into my "Stump the Genius." Let's do "Stump oh, the Genius." Well done. Let's uh, let's play "Stump the Genius." Okay. Stump the genius. Stump the genius. Stump the genius. It's time to stump the genius. Jump up and take your part. I take your part. All right, we're gonna play "Stump the Genius." All right. What sports movie? And I think I tried to go all baseball. What baseball movie? Is this memorable line from? Oh, okay. Um, some are easier than others. Um, you're definitely going to get one or two of them for sure. This is yeah. So I got to be honest about something. My baseball movie knowledge is not what it should be. Okay, it's like I have the few that I love dearly, and I can tell you everything from. Sure. And then the others I either have seen once or haven't seen at all. Okay, we'll I'm, I'm this first one. <clears throat> Is a longer quote, so I'm going to give okay. you both characters' quote because I think it fits together so good, and this okay. is one of my favorite baseball moments. Okay. Character one, male. Okay. Baseball is what gets inside you. It's what, li- it's what lights you up. You can't deny that. Another person. It just got too hard. Original person. It's supposed to be hard. If it isn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. That is definitely what she said. Uh, all Point. of that. All of that. Um, I'm gonna go. Um, did you say is one of the characters? Are they both male? No. Okay. I think then it's probably a league. It's of a league. There. Right. I messed up by giving you too much on that. Ding 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 yeah. ding ding ding. Where is my bell? I don't know. I Where's left it. I cannot believe I left that today. All right, uh, nice job. Look at their own point. Uh, you're going to get this one because we uh, just a bit outside. All right, yeah, that's Major League. Major Harry League, Doyle. number two. Okay. 
Don't think it can only hurt the ball club. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess on that one and say maybe Bull Durham. Bull Durham, okay. three for three. Rob yeah. killing it. I've seen Bull Durham maybe once. Uh-huh. I don't Good know job. that I've actually seen it all the way through. Good job. Um, how can you not get romantic about baseball? That's Moneyball. That is Moneyball. Which may be my favorite baseball movie. Really? It might be. More than more than Major League Two. It might really? be my favorite baseball movie. It's good. Movie. I really like it too. I love I watch it once a year. Number five, and I lied, I got six. I wrote down a bonus one. Number five, I'd wake up at night with the smell of the ballpark in my nose, the cool of the grass on my feet, the thrill of the grass. Is that uh that for the love of the game? That is the other one. It's Field of Dreams. It's Field of so Dreams. It's his okay. other one. Good okay. job. And the last one, you've done great. Four for five. Man, this is baseball. you got to just stop thinking. Just have fun. Is that? No. Is, is it one about a kid? Is it one about kids? It's, is it Sandlot? It's the Sandlot. Okay. All right. Good All right. job, Rob. Okay. Good job. Five of six. Well right. done in the hot seat. Thanks. Awesome job, Rob, on the baseball well. moving movie knowledge. That's uh, that's pretty much all I got. So you can come on and thrash uh, thrash away with whatever you got. All right. It was, uh, it was fun for me. All right. I'm just going to try and just poke a couple holes here. <laughs> I don't want to be mean, and I know everybody loves Madonna. Sure. I knew coming in, I'm getting, I'm getting beat on this. I, I just knew. It's like trying you to. You might be surprised. You know, it was funny that some that I thought, some of the ones that I've been like, oh, definitely we'll side with one of us, and they're shockers. Dude, but- I, I was shocked by the number of people who agreed with you on, on Charlie, Charlie Puth. Puth. Same way. And I, I bet you might, be, you might be similar on this. I was like, I'm going to murder this human and on I, this Charlie Puth. I thought for sure that I was going to be the minority by far. Yeah. I was like, this is not a popular opinion. But it was pretty even. But I had some some support on that. I, I couldn't believe it. But I, I just feel like, I'm a, saying you don't like Madonna is like saying you don't like Michael Jackson or or... But you, you don't know. know. Our listenership may be like, I'm so glad that Rob said what I've been thinking for right. all this time. It's true. So Somebody out there needs the permission. You, let me just tell you. Let me be the voice that came to me. Let me be that voice for you. The voice you that came to You don't have me. to like this. <laughs> you don't have to like Madonna. Okay? You just don't. I'll say this. Okay. First of all, uh, no, I'll save that. That's my, that's my closer. Uh, okay. The best Madonna song. Okay, I'm going to play the best. And I can't believe you stopped. You stopped before her best stuff, which was in the 90s. Okay. It was like she was terrible, and then she peaked at meh, (laughs) and then she was terrible again. Okay? (laughs) So I I can't believe you didn't even bother with the 90s. Um, I just tried to go with my favorites. Man, the the best song by Madonna is Human Nature. Okay? Okay. Um, not the Michael Jackson song. Not the Michael Jackson song. But this song, this is her best song. It is also 100% fraudulent and appropriated <laughs> production-wise. She dated Tupac for a minute and decided she could do a G-Funk album. They were like, dude, TLC is huge right now. Let's do that. She's wearing cornrows in the video. But this is her best song. But it's... It's it's like she it's like she she saw a picture of Compton, you know what I mean, and smelled it and said, "Let's just make that. Can we do that?" It's a TLC song. It really is. It really is. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. This is a TLC song on a Madonna album, right? I'll bleep that. Whoop.
Listen, even in the verse, this is T Boss. I, I don't I don't know what to say. Yep. That's her best song. Okay. Her best song should have been done by TLC. Okay. <laughs> she didn't deserve that. Um and there's just so much. I don't want to keep bagging on her voice because I don't want to be mean, but I just, I don't understand. I don't understand how it caught on. I don't get it. Um, I mean, and so much, and obviously she's a, a trailblazer in the, in the way, you know, of the way she presents herself as a performer and, and pushes boundaries. And I get, you phrased that well, I get all that. Okay. Um, it's just, it just isn't for me, dude. Um, beautiful stranger sucks. Um, I do like the Austin Powers movies, though. Music, yeah, music sucks. Uh, let's see, don't cry for me, Argentina. Almost doesn't count. Like she took singing lessons for that movie, and like legit, she got better as a vocalist. But that's another thing that like somebody else wrote. You know what I mean? That's not her. Did you like Evita? And that's I never saw it. Okay, um, but that's that's outside of Madonna for me. That doesn't count either. Uh Um. What else? I'm just looking through her, like, the collection. Ray of Light? It's, gag me with a... Yeah, it's pretty rough. Elephant. So the, <laughs> I don't get even, the spoon. Yeah, I, I don't even, like, the, disgusting. Um, just so much garbage on this. I hate it all. Um, take a Bow? I like Take a Bow. Okay. I like that song. That's from uh, Bedtime Stories? Is the album I think uh, it's on? Yes, it is Bedtime I, I Stories. Like the, I have that album. So I like that song. No. I, I like it a lot. That's the other ballad that I would have gone to. Pass. But I, I ran out um, on the uh, Who's that girl? No. Okay. But then <laughs> I got to – you must have forgotten about this. You must have forgotten about this because you could not, you could not have said, I like Madonna, remembering that this happened. Alone. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Come on. I still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew that if I had my chance. Come on. With a reincarnation and a brick of chocolate. I knew that I was out of luck today. I just that sounds like that sounds like you know how they used to have like recording booths in the music store. Oh yeah, or at the mall. Like, yeah, you that could you go, could like yes, at the mall. You go in there with you or you and a buddy. And yeah, sing into and the thing. that just sounds like that's pretty good. Any random middle school girl went in and recorded right. American Pie. Did you ever do anything with one no of those? rehearsals? They're just reading it off the oh, lyrics the as it came. Thing. There is nothing in that performance. There is nothing in that <laughs> at good. all, that's... and it is a. Tragic interpretation <laughs> of one of America's great anthems. Go back and listen to our interview with Don McLean for those Man. of you guys that want to pick me up. Did you ever do one of those in the booth at the mall? I did. I was a freshman in high school, and we were on a basketball trip in Pensacola, Florida, and me and John Farmer, Jim, and Eric Zinson recorded uh, Born to Be Wild. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a high voice now, but imagine like – Freshman JP. So I'm in here with these guys, and there's the part in the song where there's just the it says like instrumental break or whatnot, <laughs> and so we're all just yelling. Right. It's like everybody introduced themselves. It's like Eric, Jim, John. It's like JP. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, oh, Adam Mullins is on there too. I wish oh, for the love I could find that track. I would pay money to have that track of us doing board. There's board. a couple things from your past that I'm waiting. I'm waiting on it's the surface. surface. You know, Man, I just I really need that to happen. Um, I, I'll say this: I got to a certain point in my research that I just had to stop listening. I tried, yeah, I, I, but I, I, I'm not kidding. I wasn't kidding when I said. There came a certain point where I just literally went, I don't have to listen to this. <laughs> and I have not listened to a Madonna song since. Um, and and it's been liberating. Li- every time I feel good about myself, every time I change the Turn station, it it's like, <laughs> I just go, I'm, You're doing it for somebody I'm else too out there. You're like, That's right. I'm standing up to something. I don't know exactly what, but I'm standing up to something. And we picked this episode more so. This is kind of like the one we did on my distaste for Taylor Swift more so than Rob's like for Taylor Swift. Yeah. This is more so Rob's distaste for Madonna than my absolute love for Madonna. Uh-huh. But I do love Madonna's early step. But yes. it's, uh, so this gives Rob a chance to help all y'all uh, Madonna haters out That's right. there. I got two more. I got two more nails here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Two more stones to throw, if you will. In 2003, Madonna became the first person to receive Razzie Awards for Worst Actress in <laughs> Swept Away, Worst Supporting Actress in Die Another Day, and Worst Screen Couple in Swept Away. She received all three of those in the same year. Um, and Rolling Stone also says, Like a Prayer is her greatest song, though. So what are you supposed to do with that? Um, and here's my, here's, my, here's my final thing, I think. Um, Madonna was the biggest star not invited to sing on We Are the World. Oh, wow. Which speaks yeah. to how she was perceived by the Vocally. music establishment. Oh, man. Yeah, that's pretty okay. good. They yeah, like, she was huge at the time, and that's like in her peak. Yep. Man. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, is Cindy Lauper in there? Cindy Lauper's in there. I mean, come on. Not to compare them, but you have that vocal styling okay. there. That's so funny because it literally in my head, I was about to say, which brings me back to the very first thing that we played mm-hmm. when we played um, at the at the beginning of the episode. We played uh, Material, Material Girl. Girl, and I listened to it for the first time, and, and I went, I "Thought it was Cindy Lauper." It could be. Cindy. I wonder if Cindy Lauper was the answer to Madonna mm-hmm. by a different label. Could it be, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's re- so unusual. She's so she's so. You know what I mean? It's that very same. Yeah, but it's it's like what makes you not hate Cindy Lauper then? I mean, let's talk I, about, like, that's her. It's similar. Yeah, but I feel like Cindy Lauper's thing is authentic. Maybe, but you I can't say Cindy Lauper's songs are all that much better. Time After Time is money. Yeah. No arguing that. Love that song. But if you go catalog to catalog, Madonna's going to torture song-wise. I mean, yeah. production-wise, I'm sorry. I, lo- I like Cindy Lauper. Yeah. We covered Cindy Lauper early. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. It's like I'm saying. There's... There's so much of Madonna that is, like, inarguably she's good at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. I just, I just. It's just not your cup of tea. You just don't ask me to like it. That's all. Yeah, right. That's all. <laughs> that's okay. That's all. That's all right. But we'll be back next week as friends. Yeah. As an agreement. In agreement. Do you know what we should do every season after Rivalry Week? We should follow it up with a makeup song. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. You know, makeup week. That's we'll good. Have a makeup week. That's good. We'll do that. We'll do a makeup week next time. That's <laughs> funny. I like that. Yeah. All right. We'll see you. Make sure and join us on uh, socials everywhere at Great Song Pod. You can find us. Be a part of the Facebook group, Great Songs and the Great People Who Love Them Greatly. Uh, go to greatsongpodcast.com to check out the archives. And uh, if you want to go the extra mile and be a part of supporting the show, 
you can uh, help us produce the thing, man. Uh, join us at patreon.com slash great song pod. And uh, if you would like to throw some, some support our way, it'll help us do more with the show. And in return, we can say thank you by giving you things like um, bonus material, extra episodes, exclusives, early access, uh, and more. So if you want to do that, go to patreon.com slash great song pod. We'll be back next week as friends with, with another great <laughs> song. And uh, until then, I'm Rob. I am JP. Go listen to some music.